everyone. Welcome to another episode of the High Five Preschool and Kids Weekly Training Podcast. My name is Crystal. I'm here with my good friends, Kayla and Isaac. And um, we cannot wait to continue our conversation right now about how we are all made for community. And you know, community makes us think of friends. And so, Isaac, Kayla, I would like to ask you, What's something fun you like to do with your friends? There are a lot of things that I like to do with my friends. I think I actually have a few different groups of friends that like to do a bunch of different things. So I have one group of friends that love like throwing murder mystery parties or like survivor themed parties where we'll go play survivor for an entire day and they set up the game. But that's also like my board uh, game group of friends where on just like a Friday or Saturday night, we'll go and play a board game. Or sometimes they just like open up the world. We've got some friends who own a coffee shop so we'll just go to a coffee shop after they close and we'll play there and it is tons of fun um if you've heard I'm crystal so come envious. be a part of our friends let's go let's friends. go um, if you've so listened fun. to the podcast a few times you've probably heard i have a group of friends where we play disc golf so i like to do that a few times a week um also some of you actually might be part of that group because uh some of the church ministers and like leaders who actually use hi-fi are some of my disc golf friends as well Oh, this just cracks me up because I feel like it just nice. shows the differences about in our you, personality. Kayla? Like Isaac says, <laughs> like, tell me something you like to do with friends. And Isaac gives you like this whole world of like different things he loves to do with all his different friends because he has so much energy. And I'm over here thinking like, my love language is quality time. And I just want to spend quality time. And like my favorite things to do with my friends are like, going for like walks Mm -hmm. and going to a coffee shop to drink coffee and catch up on life because we have to schedule out like a month in advance when we can even see each other. And so, um, yeah, so for me, it's um, I really love to do things with my friends that will just initiate quality time so I can have some of that one on one uh, interaction without a lot of distractions from kids or um, spouses or whatever it is that is is happening in our worlds at the moment. Yeah. Um, I love, I just love spending any time with people however I can. But recently I did something really fun called Silent Book Club. Um, I did it with my friend Kendra, who actually we're in a, another, we've been in a book club together for like 15 years. But anyways, um, Silent Book Club is literally you go to a place and you show up, you've got your book or your Kindle. People kind of chit chat for about half an hour and then they're like, okay, we're going to start an hour of silent reading. Then everybody just stops talking and you sit there and read. (laughs) It's it's amazing. And we were at a a restaurant that we were sitting out on the patio and all the, the windows were down and you saw people walking by just giving us the strangest look like, why are there 50 people sitting on that patio just reading books silently? That was really cool. And so, um, I will say I posted it. I posted pictures on social media and I had so many people be like, what is this? Where is one? And I just thought it was really funny that apparently the idea of going to a place and silently reading appeals to a lot of people. So yeah, it's good. Um, So we actually asked this question to some of you who came and saw us over at the Hi-Fi booth when we were at the Edge conference. And so uh, here's a couple of your answers. Uh, my favorite thing to do with my friends in my community is probably just get together and fellowship. Um, just sit around a table, talk about the word, and uh, just find different ways to glorify God through it. 
eat. <laughs> Who doesn't love to eat together or coffee? Ooh, um, I think I would probably have to say I love any time that we can get together and just like cheer for the same thing, maybe like a sports game on TV or even like going to a stadium, something like that. Well, that was really fun. And we just know that friends are such a blessing for the Lord. And it is our hope that um, the kids in our ministries this month, as we're talking about the truth of I made for community, they will know that um, Jesus has has called them and invites them to be his friend. And he also gives us the opportunity to really be in community and friends with one another. And so, um, you know, as, as we're thinking about this, and this week we actually get to talk about the church and its amazing growth that we see in the first couple of chapters of Acts. Um, and knowing that anyone can be God's friend. And so what lessons do you think, not just our kids, but even our volunteers and our families can take from that rapid growth of the early church? Um, and how do you see it impacting their identities and relationships? The big question. <laughs> Let's start out with something small. My goodness, Crystal. Let's just jump right in there. Okay. Let's go. Um, yeah. So I feel like with this Bible story about how anyone can be God's friend, it really highlights how the church grew so rapidly at the beginning, um, right? With Acts 1 and 2 and how the New Testament church, um, there were like, thousands of people who were being saved. They were sharing and giving in community. They were um, just living life together and being very communal. And, you know, when we think about our culture, um, we're very separated in a lot of our mm -hmm. culture. Mm -hmm. And so I think that one of, one of the answers maybe to this question could be that, um, you know, one of the things that we can learn is um, just identifying where those areas are in our culture of separation and figuring out how we can break down some of those barriers um, to helping one another feel like we belong, right? So mm -hmm. as we were talking about friends, I was just thinking about, you know, what are the things that we look for when we look for who we want to be friends of ours um, and how that's different than who Jesus looks for when he wants mm. Jesus, friends to be mm. friends of Jesus, you know, and that sometimes we're selective with, oh, do they like this thing or are we alike in this area or this way or, um, you know, for for younger kids, it might be um, just like, what do we have in common and I think whenever we look at Jesus and we look at the early church, um, we see that there are people from all walks of life that are invited mm -hmm. to be God's friend. And so rather than looking at one another and seeing, okay, what are things I like about this person that I feel like they can be my friend? Um, I think some one of the things that we can learn as we talk about biblical community is um, how we grow in relationship with people who are different than us, who may feel yeah. differently than us. Um, but is that core thing that we believe to be true about who Jesus is, is that what matters most? And if that's what matters most, then we can celebrate and elevate other differences um, mm -hmm. amongst ourselves while also choosing to live in community with one another. Yeah, I, I love that. And, you know, it's it's funny because this idea of, of community is so popular right now. Um, you know, like you see all of these 
these statements and people talking about like finding your tribe and finding your people. And so, um, Isaac, would you speak a little bit into the difference between uh, a Christ-centered community and really all the other communities that uh, the culture would try and offer people or even that sometimes we feel is in competition with the church? For sure. And I think this leads into a little bit from what Kayla just said about how everyone is invited. Everyone, Jesus is inviting everyone to be a part of this community. I mentioned earlier that I have a few different groups of friends and we like to do different things. I have my board group, board game group Mm -hmm. of friends. I have my disc golf group of friends. But actually one thing that I've realized as I'm listening to this that we all have in common is I met most, I would say 95% of these people through my church community, through my community in my local church. And that is such an important part of when we are looking at biblical biblical community is that we all have different things in common. We have different things that we like, different things that we don't like. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that is keeping us centered is that relationship with God. And the great thing about having this community is that when I have questions, when I have things that I'm going through, when I have moments where I just say, hey, I need some prayer, I can look to my friend on hole three of the disc golf course. I can say, hey, this is what I'm going for. Can we pray about this? And you know what? It's been so cool to have friends like that, that can just pray with me, that can say, that can check in on me throughout the day of saying, hey, what is it that you need? What can I pray for you Mm -hmm. for? What is it that you're going through? And vice versa, I can do the same thing for them. And I think one of the biggest differences between a community outside of Christ and a community inside of Christ is that we already all have something in common. We don't need to have, um, because I feel like a lot of communities outside of the church, outside of Christ, they have things that say, hey, you have to check off these boxes. You have to be able to do this. You have to be able to like this. You have to say these words. You have to believe in this mantra. But instead, we all we are saying is saying, hey, just you have to understand that you are broken and that you need Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that is what centers all of us as part of this biblical community. Man, I love that so much. And the fact that we as as the church, as followers of Jesus, um, can be in a different kind of community, I think it really helps us to also be able to look and see just some hindrances that kids today face when it comes mm. to to finding community and even being a part of community, or even what community means. Um, kids today are living in a culture that would tell them like, yes, find your people, but they need to agree everything. Like you need to be pretty much the same. And if they are not, you have every right to be separate. You have every right to criticize. Like you should not even try to be together. Versus this amazing example we have of the early church where it's literally like, no, everyone is welcome. Please come and be a part of this. Um, I'm I'm going through the book of Romans right now with a friend. And one of the things that we've talked about is how there is so much division between Gentile Christians and Jewish Christians in the early church. And Paul is sitting there saying, guys, what we have in common is way bigger than anything that would ever divide us. And I think that we get to look at kids in our ministries today and we get to say the same thing. When you are part of God's family, when you are loving and following Jesus, that is all that you need in order to be in community with somebody. Yeah, you might disagree on some things. You might live a little bit different. 
your churches might even be a little bit different. You know, like you, you might go to this church and I might go to this church and you guys do these things this way and, and we do things that way. But you know what? We are all still part of this same community and it's this community of Christ followers. And so we get to help kids see that when you love and follow Jesus, you are part of this community no matter what. Oh, but what about, nope, nope, nope. But they are, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, like it's, it's, it's okay to be different in our communities. It's okay as long as we all love and are following and pursuing Jesus together. And when we have that mentality, um, I think about how even as adults that can impact us. When we start to look around our neighborhoods and instead of seeing, well, I don't know about this person and, and that person seems too far gone and all this. No, no, no. They are all, they all need to hear Jesus. And if they want to love and accept him and start being a part of my community, like that would be great. And so, man, everybody has the potential to be a part of this community because God made them and loves them and calls them. And how cool is that, that we get to tell kids this, like, Hey, your friends at school, they're invited to be a part of God's community. Your kid in your neighborhood who might pick their nose and eat their boogers, they're invited to be a part of God's community because he loves all of us and he wants all of us to be a part of this community. Yeah, I love, I'm really excited actually for the preschool um, super clue. It is an invitation. Mm -hmm. That invitation that we can uh, hand out freely. It's not just for the people we want at our birthday party, but every Jesus has invited all of us mm -hmm. to be a part of this community. And I'm really excited to be able to show preschoolers at that young age that truth, but also to remind us that sometimes the kids in our group that are maybe are a little bit rowdier, maybe that have a little bit more trouble sitting still, mm -hmm. that aren't quite the ones that are paying attention, they are also invited invited into yeah. this community and we get to share with them the good news of Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, Kayla, um, recently you kind of started doing some new community things. Um, do you want to share a little bit about even your, your journey of, of getting there and, um, maybe even some of the things that were a little bit hard as you go? Cause we, we, we sit here and we talk about how good it is, but we don't want to also say it's the easiest thing in the world. Just, you mm. know, invite everyone and be friends with everyone and all this kinds of stuff. We know it's not always easy. So do you want to just share a little bit about what's been going on with you in regards to community? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, so, yeah, so I have been um, kind of exploring some new communities lately. And I think one of the things that I've just really wrestled with is... Um, um, enjoying community and enjoying new friends who also think differently than I do on mm -hmm. some things. And what does it look like um, for me as a Christ follower and for them as a Christ follower to love Jesus deeply together um, and still like think differently about some, um, some of that. And so, um, yeah, it's just, it's been really encouraging, but it's also been really challenging. And I think sometimes challenge, like when we think challenge, or maybe it's just me, when I think challenge, I'm like, ooh, hard, yuck, I don't want to do that. That's not comfortable. Um, because that is our kind of American culture, right? Mm -hmm. We want to do what's easy. We don't want to be challenged. We don't want to... Um, 
you know, get, get outside of our comfort zone. Um, honestly, I'm an introvert. So for me, just meeting new people is a little bit outside of my comfort zone. Um, but it's been a really sweet season and I've seen the Lord work in really, really sweet ways in my own heart, um, of what it looks like to, to really love and care for people, um, who love and who love Jesus. And so, um, and just making sure that we keep the main things, the main thing, um, and, you know, talking through and like learning from one another on areas that we disagree on. But at the, at the end of the day, like what matters most is loving and following Jesus and inviting others to be a part of that community. Mm. And so I think in a world where we're so often divided, um, as followers of Jesus, I think this is something that we can really learn uh, from the early church of what does it look like to be united in Christ and how to yeah. live out that unity. Not that unity equals uniformity, not mm-hmm. that we're all going to think the same or have the same mm-hmm. opinions, or um, but that we can still be united and rooted in our knowledge and understanding and faith of who Jesus is um, mm-hmm. and allow um, the scriptures and the and just to continue to um to work in our lives and our hearts as we grow closer to Jesus. I love that. And thanks for bringing up the the introverted thing as well. Um even when we talk about hindrances like like we could talk about these big things where you know where kids might they might disagree or they might just not like somebody sometimes is how it feels but you also have kids that this is genuinely hard for them because they're they're so introverted they're very, very shy, or they're very, very quiet. They might even show up and they might think, I would love to make a friend, but I'm scared to even talk out loud. And it's like, mm-hmm. let's just let's just have our eyes and our hearts open to really, how can we as leaders help foster this community within our ministries? Um, you know, we, we give you guys different discussion guides and we give you activities and games that are, are meant to help break down barriers to belonging and that are encouraging kids to help one another feel like they're part of our communities. But what can we as leaders be doing to continue to help foster these relationships? Um, Cause you know, most kids aren't going to be, I would say almost as brave as Kayla and say, even though I'm introverted, I'm going to, I so care about being in community. I'm just going to go for it. They they're six. They don't know that yet. Um, so as leaders, Let's take the opportunity this week and this month to continue to help kids find that sense of community and belonging within our ministries and know that it's all because of who God is and how much he loves them. Every single one of them is there for a purpose. Hey, and also as a reminder to all of you, we also have our Facebook community, our HiFi community. We love, love, love getting to interact with you there post your pictures, share your stories, ask your questions. I think one of the cool things that's come in this community is that now people will post questions and it's not necessarily one of the hi-fi team that answers, but it's you who are also using it that you're like, hey, we've done this and hey, try this. And we love that. So you are invited to be a part of our online community as well. Um, Be sure you tune in next week. We get to talk about our good friends from scripture, Priscilla and Aquila and how God connects to each other so you won't want to miss it. Tune back in next week.